The world is a beautiful but challenging place to live. And let's face it, life hits hard sometimes. So if you find your hopes and dreams and mental well-being needs a boost, you're tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Inspire Us with your host, Jay Paul Nadeau, a former hostage negotiator turned motivational speaker and acclaimed author of Take Control of Your Life. And now, here's your host, Jay Paul Nadeau. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inspire Us. Today, I get to interview my friend Jeremy Burrett. I met him on Clubhouse. (laughs) No big surprise there. Jeremy has got a real heart. He's a professional basketball player, and he's also a coach, a life coach, a self-sabotage coach, and he shoots from the heart. As great as he is on the court, he is just as great off the court. And I would like you to listen in even as I conclude or appear to be concluding the podcast because once I had turned off the record button and chatted with Jeremy, another conversation came up that was worth, my goodness, putting into this podcast. So don't Turn it off when you hear us say our goodbyes for the first time, because there is more, and you are totally going to enjoy this. And without any further delay, it is my pleasure to introduce you to my friend Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy, and welcome to Inspire Us. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Paul. I've had such a pleasure of getting to know you and becoming your friend on Clubhouse, so thank you for having me. Oh, I have experienced the same thing with you. I remember jumping into a room with you and Jean-Paul and having the opportunity to speak for the two of you. And from that moment on, it was an instant connection. And I know that I jumped from room to room to hear you in particular and Jean-Paul speak, but you because you always bring such great energy and support to people. You encourage, you support, you motivate, and you inspire. And for all of you listening right now, let me tell you a little bit about this man. He is a professional basketball player. He considers himself a joyous professional athlete, and I believe it too, because he is joyous. And if you ever have an opportunity to drop into one of Jeremy's rooms and listen to him speak and support, you will not regret it. You will actually be following him as I am. He is the host of Always Loading Podcast, and that is, as I understand it, one of the top 5% listened to in the world. I didn't even know it, but yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. That is amazing. You're a giver, and you also are a a self-saboteur coach. Can you tell us a little bit about what your coaching does and how you inspire people the way that you do? I'd love to. And first of all, I found out I did a an experiment because as I was becoming a coach, I was asked to become a coach, which in my opinion is the highest honor because I've been mentoring people my entire life. You know, if I saw someone on the court that was just by themselves, I'd go mention them. If I was on a team or I was overseas, I immediately would mentor somebody. Uh, and I'm going to tell a quick story. I saw a kid um, when I went over to Denmark. And he was on the sidelines and I started coaching this kid. He comes walking over to me and he goes, Hey, uh, you know, do you have anything for me? And I was like, yeah, one second. 
and I kept talking to the other kid and I finally shoot him away and I walked over to him and I said, I need you to fail. And he goes, what? And I, was, yeah, I was like, you've been standing in the corner the entire practice. And I was like, I need you to fail because I don't care how endearing your eyes are and how much you want to learn and I can see it. If you don't take a risk, there's nothing I can coach you on no matter how hard your work ethic is. And so he's like, well, the other coach told me to you know, stand in the corner and stop touching the ball and he'd scream at me. I was like, okay, well, I'm here now. And your job is to make as many mistakes in practice as possible. And if you want to after practice, then we will work on every one of those mistakes in footwork. And I'm going to promise you this, with what I'm seeing right now, I will never put a watch on you. And his parents walked up. We stood there for 30, 45 minutes, or maybe even longer, I don't even remember. And his parents finally walked up and I was like, oh, I think you, I think you need to go. And uh, they're like, no, 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 no. We just, we wanted to thank you. Like, I, we, we've always wanted our son. We could tell he wants it so bad. So thank you. Thank you. And she was like about to cry. And so that's just, that's just who I've always been. And so when I came on Clubhouse, I had 37 followers and I was in the first room with uh, Sean Sprocker Gifts. Pretty good, pretty good room. There was 235 people in there. A lot of people with big followers. And this person asked a question about, you know, kids with trauma in their past. And none of the moderators spoke up. So I was like, I mean, I can answer this. I'd rather not, but I can. And I was like, kids are looking for some kind of normal. I was like, your job is to treat them as who they are and remind them of who they were before this traumatic experience happened to them. And 17 hours later, I had been made a moderator at some point. I was leading the room with 37 followers. I mean, at that point, I had 215 probably. And every person that came up, I was just asking questions and there was no way I was going to bed. And this is the story that I tell. I had my back on the ground and feet up on the, <laughs> on the counter as 8 a.m. My mom came out and I'm eating the taco and I kind of look up and I'm like, hi. She's like, what <laughs> are you doing? And I was like, I found my app. I, I found my app. And I met two. I met my mentor that day, Stephen Harms, who's an incredible person. And Michelle Pasquet, I can't write, write, pronounce her name, but she became a dear friend of mine. And they basically sat on a Zoom call and they're like, Jeremy, you really should be charging a lot of money to be a coach. And you have no idea. And that was kind of, kind of my first, you know, what do you mean? And kind of, you know, millions of Zoom calls later. And they finally talked me into charging a bunch of money. And it's just been, it's been amazing. It's a lot, but it's amazing. And it's something I do not take for granted. You're so good at it too. And you give this advice and this direction and the support for free on Clubhouse. And the people who respond to you are genuinely responding to you in love and gratitude. And you know, the voices, it's thank you, Jeremy. You're such a great guy. Where did all this love and support come from you? Like, how did you start doing this? Is, it, is this something you did ever since you were a child? Was there an experience uh, for you that you, that, were you alone or ever felt alone to the point where somebody helped you? How did that all happen? Yes and no. I kind of decided I wanted to be the person that I didn't have. Um, you know, and I actually don't talk about this very often. I always say, you know, we're not a story. We're multiple, multiple, multiple stories. But I always felt like I had a clock on me. I always felt like I had a clock on me. And that became my phrase is I will never put a watch on someone who wants help ever, flat out. And if someone comes on the app and they're just talking, I'll let them talk. And I'm probably not going to listen very much. I'm just going to be honest because I'm absolutely white from helping people all day. But, if, but as soon as someone has that little tone of voice that says, I might need help, 
I perk up. I don't care how long I've been there. I will absolutely perk up. So it really was, I just never had it. You know, once my dad was out of my life and I could tell that story another time, mm-hmm. I just would go, I, I would walk around all my friends' dads. And like, I remember I'd ask questions and just felt like I was on a clock because I wasn't their kid. And, you know, I remember my coaches, you know, eventually they were going to go home to their kids. And that's just how I always felt. I, I just always felt like that. So that was just my goal was to never put someone on a watch and never, and always make sure they felt heard until I was just absolutely freaking literally wiped. And it's like, okay, if I don't leave right now, I'm not going to be able to help anybody tomorrow. (laughs) I get that. I totally get that. I love being unique because I know that what my coaching is, is going to come. It's not coming from a book. It'll never be regurgitated information. It'll very, very, very rarely be a quote from somebody else. But if it is, it's going to be, this is the exact quote that you need. And let me explain why. I'm the, I just feel like I'm the only coach who just has been through so, 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 so much that I haven't had to read books to help people. It's just this intuitive nature where someone speaks and I know exactly what they need. And a lot of times they're full of, can I swear on this? Absolutely. They're full of shit. They're full of shit. And because I had to go through all these things myself, whether it was being a nice guy for so long, whether it's being a self-saboteur for so long whether it was failing in sports for so long or just or failing with the relationships over and over and over again. And the things that I went through with my father, things that I went through trying to help my mom and my brothers and myself not realizing what I was doing. I just went through so much, but I always paid attention. I always did. I always would get to the end of the day and be like, you know, how could I have done this better? How could I have said this better? How could I have, you know, found a way to have a better relationship with somebody. And then I, I just would try things. I was just never afraid to try things. I came up with this birthday exercise. I felt incredibly alone one day. And I was like, I don't want to feel alone. So I sent out 10 messages and like one in the morning. And I just said how thankful I was for that person. And it always had to be genuine. I never, ever, ever let myself just say words. I'll never be like, hey, I'm just so thankful for you. And you're such an amazing person and blah, blah, blah. No, it'll always be a very genuine response of, you know, I was just thinking about that time when I stayed over at your house when we were 13 and I, and we just, I said, do you remember, do you ever seen dumb and dumber? And my friend looked back at me. I was like, no, it's not very good. And it was just this stupid gibberish at like three in the morning. We cried. We literally cried laughing for like an hour and we couldn't fall asleep. And I was like, I'm just so happy that you're my friend. And it's, ne- it's always going to be a very genuine gratitude response. And I send out 10 of those when I'm feeling really alone. And I might do it tonight because I'm kind of, my cup is pretty empty, but I might do it tonight because I just love the next day because I know the next day, those 10 people are probably going to reach back out and just fill me up with a little bit of love or with a story or something that allows me to remember an experience that I might not have thought about in a while. And so I, I just have always tried different things because I didn't want to be alone or I didn't want to feel bad or I didn't want to feel sick. And so I would try keto like I physical mental emotional spiritual I just try things and if they feel great I keep doing them well you've built a strong way of building yourself up and uh, and supporting others I think it's great to reach out to people and be genuinely um, appreciative of them and to remind them specifically because that's so nice I was talking to someone recently who said well we just send uh, a text out saying hey thanks uh, you know thanks for being you or something along that line and I didn't think it was it was genuine enough it has to be really specific and I love the way that you do that 
Now, there are so many people out there, Jeremy, who are suffering and struggling during these times. And, and I know that you're emotionally, today, you're feeling that, uh, that kind of uh, st strain on yourself. But is there something that you could share with our audience that would build them up? And if it's too much for you, because you're tired, and I'm sending you love right now, I'm sending you love because your cup is- I in receive it. Okay, all right, good. But now that I have you here, I just want to, to appreciate you so much and ask you if there's anything that you would share with our listeners that might pick them up. And in doing so, I hope it picks you up as well. I think it would depend on, on what they were going through. But if I was going to give somebody one thing that has changed my life in the last three weeks, it was a moment where I decided that I was going to open up and, and receive spiritually. I, was, I had a dream, and I've told this on, on the podcast. I've told this in uh, Clubhouse a little bit, where I had the spirit walk right past me. And I was absolutely terrified. And there was this moment where I was wondering, I just stopped and I wondered why. And Shaman Durek, who's someone who's, been, who's pretty big on the app, he took me through an exercise a couple of weeks before where he just said, Jeremy, can you talk to your ego and just say, it's okay to not understand something? And I said, sure. You know, I'm a little skeptical and we kind of went on for a little while, but eventually I had this understanding of Jeremy, are you sourced in love? I was like, yeah, and I really am. I'm sourced in joy. And so we just had this moment with the, with the spirit where I stopped and I was like, you know what? I lovingly receive a gift. And so that's the first thing I would say is when you do receive, say, put an adjective in front of it. I lovingly receive, or, or when, as you said a second ago, when you said, I send you love, I said, I receive that because it really does help. It really does help to, instead of be like, oh, it's okay or whatever. And even at the end of practice today, my coach said, you know, you know, good practice. And I wanted to be like, ah, I could have done better because I was kind of mentally checked out. And I, and I, I stopped myself and I said, hey, thanks coach. I received that. And just, just that ability to receive first. But second of all, the big receiving, I think we miss every once in a while. And that was what happened in the dream. And I just turned to it and I said, you know, I lovingly receive a gift from a source that I may not understand. But I come sourced in joy. I come sourced in love. And I come sourced in curiosity to serve those that I want to serve and those I love. Because I feel like my answers never come from a textbook. I always come from intuition. And maybe this is my opportunity to get an answer from a place that I may not understand at all, but I'm okay with that. And I really, and I repeated it once more because I really wanted to feel safe, first of all, and wanted to tell the spirit that I come sourced in love, joy, and curiosity. But I also wanted to say, I lovingly receive a gift. And I just opened myself up and I just felt this, like, I felt like the spirit smile. And I felt like I just had this overcome of like warmth where I feel like we have a lot of angels that are by us all the time that we just don't accept because we don't understand them. So we fear them. And so I think that's the first big thing I could tell people is, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunities in our life to accept something that we may not understand. And that also comes when somebody is speaking a different love language than ours. And we might not understand it, but if we take that in as if it is ours where someone's spending quality time with us and we just want physical touch and we're like, you know what? This person really is giving me a hug right now person really is holding my hand right now and i've watched it change marriages because the person then just relaxes and, and, and kind of just looks over at their wife and they're like you're literally holding my hand right now in your language and i accept that and i receive that 
And so I think that would be the biggest things that I could teach somebody is, is or the, to those two things of learning how to receive things that you may not understand or may not make sense to you. And then the last thing I'll say, and it's the first thing I do with every one of my clients is learn how to speak your heart quickly. And whether that's when you're incredibly exhausted, like I was today, and I was like, you know what, I just don't have it. I really don't have it. And asking for help. And I did. I just said, you know, I have a wonderful team around me. And I love for you all to pick me up while I have a banana and <laughs> try to try to recoup. But it's that. And then also in moments where people, you know, whether it's a simple thing, if people like using my last name in practice. And I was like, I was like, hey, hey, it's Jeremy. It's Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Jeremy? I was like, yeah, it's Jeremy. Call me Jerm. Call me Jay. You know, it's not my last name. And they're like, okay. And, and just that ability to speak your heart. Because, and that's what I tell them is a leader all, like, always has to have their own heart all day, every day, no matter what the situation is. Because until you have the back of your own heart, you can't have the back of so many hearts. So I think that would be the three things that I really start out with any type of my clients is you, I'm going to say some things you don't understand. And I want you to lovingly receive them and just try it. And then the second thing is, is I want them to, um, just learn how to speak their heart, speak their truth for an entire day. And it's incredibly difficult, actually. And then I think the third thing I would say is get clarity. Really, really get clarity on what you want. What do you want out of a relationship? What do you want out of your life? What do you want out of the next day? You know, just having that clarity. Because even then, when you go on a podcast or you go on Clubhouse, you don't miss those opportunities to change a life. You don't miss those opportunities to change your own life. And you're always going to show up the way that you want to, no matter what life gives you. If you have those three things, you know who you are and you know what your heart is. If you're willing to accept things you may not understand and you have clarity, someone can literally come out of left field and you get asked a question that you're not prepared for in the middle of a big room. But if you're yourself in that moment and you have clarity of what you want your outcome to be, you're going to be just fine. And if you end up on a podcast and someone asks you a question, you're like, I'm not prepared for this. You're going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. Or if someone comes up and they try to say something that's not like, good for your heart or good for that situation you're going to be just fine and so i think that's when you can really let go and allow whatever happens in the universe to come to you and then just take those next steps that is so beautiful and those are words to live by my friend thank you very much for sharing that i'm sure that all my listeners once we practice this daily then the the law of attraction will open up and we'll take care of our own hearts and those of others. So thank you so much, Jeremy, for sharing that and for sharing your time with us. And how can I give to you, my friend? Well, I actually have a follow-up on that because, you know, the law of attraction, people talk about the energies that you do and attract or, you know, unfortunately attract into your life when you're not paying attention. When you're walking around with clarity and you're walking around and you've been speaking your heart and you learn how to receive things that are coming from a different angle, those three, Mm-hmm. You just walk differently, you talk differently, you breathe differently, and you are very visible. You're very visible to everyone that you've always wanted to be, like those top people that you're attracted to, those people that are in big businesses or, you know, big, big standings on Clubhouse that you want to impress. When you're showing up as that person and you're not afraid to walk the boat and you're not going to judge yourself because of those three things like I talked about, you will attract those things into your life. Guaranteed. And the reason why I know is because nobody knew who I was before Clubhouse. And once I showed up like this every single day and Clubhouse was like the quickest speed run of learning transition and learning curve with people that I wanted to impress, I just learned this quickly. 
And so I think that's why those three things are so important. So that's, I just wanted to leave your, your listeners with that. I really appreciate that. And I'm experiencing that myself. Uh, I'm, I'm showing up and I'm being genuine. Thank you, Jeremy. And how can I give something to you, my friend? You've given so much to us. I'll just tell you this. I love you, brother. I love you too. And I really do receive that um, because I've spent a lot of time with you on the app. Um, and every time, you know, you, you ping me into a certain room, I, I know I'm going to be respected in that room. You know, even if I don't know 80% of the people on stage, I know I'm going to get a warm welcome. So you're already doing a lot for me. And I think that's really what uh, men and women alike can do for each other is edify each other in those big moments and allow others to, to take that time to pause and be like, what does this person have to say that really is so important according to Paul? Mm-hmm. And so when, when someone who's respected respects another, I, I just think that's so important. So you're already doing it for me. Um, and as far as your listeners go, I just have so much fun. I really do. You know, it's as, as much as my cup is, I'd say it's about 27%. I'm quite happy with how I feel physically. And it's been a while since I've felt this, this good with uh, the injury that I'm coming off of. So my cup is not as empty as I think I thought it was going to be on this podcast. But um, I do my own podcast and I have so much fun doing it. And like I said, I found out it was in the top 5% on accident. My friend told me about a thing called listennotes.com and I pulled it up and I hadn't really done a podcast in four months. And I was like, listen score. And it was somewhat low. And then I went over the other side and it was like 5%. I was like, 5% of what? And it was like, it's in the top 5% globally. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So it was such a gift. And I was like, okay, I have a little bit of... uh, apparently people like listening to me and this really encourages me to do more. So I'd love to have you at some point on my podcast because I think you're an incredible person. So we could, we could do that. I received that and it would be an honor, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your great advice with us and direction and keep on being you because you are lifting so many people. And I know for sure that so many people have come through your room who have been healed and supported and helped by you. And if there are angels among us, which we cannot see, there are some in physical form and you, sir, are one of them. You are one of the angels that have been placed on this earth to support others. And I thank you for that. I needed to hear that. I love you, brother. Thank you. I love you too. Do not, do not switch the tuner off just keep on listening to this wonderful podcast because as happens very often in a podcast is that once the podcaster turns off the record button sometimes some of the most incredible conversations happen after that so i'm hoping that you're still tuned in because you were about to hear jeremy barrett part two or as they say part two a few minutes. How's that? Yeah, you, you got my juices flowing again, Paul. <laughs> so, well, that's great. That's ends, great because I'm going to add this to the end of the podcast. Carry on, my friend. No, that's fine. If this ends up being a PS, go ahead and PS. And what we were talking about is so applicable because originally we talked about doing an audio only. And so I came on, I didn't have my camera on and I'm fresh off of practice, but I know that you will treat me based off of how I see myself. And I'm the leader and that's just who I am. And every situation I'm in, I lead myself. I don't lead the situation. I don't lead both people. I lead myself in my heart. So it doesn't matter how you think about me. And it doesn't matter where you, what questions you ask. I'm going to take the questions in the direction that I want to. And that's what happens when you lead yourself and you have your own hearts back. 
But what also happens, and we were just talking about this and why we flipped the recording back on, is that you asked me about the hair. You know, how do you like the hair? And right. everyone has said everyone has said the same thing to you. I love it. It's fantastic. Because to our ears, you're still Paul. To our energy, you're still Paul. And that's exactly what I was just saying is that we look at our own flaws, whether it's the wrinkles under the eyes when you haven't slept very well or the, the redness in our eyes. And we're like, ah, you can barely see my soul right now. You can barely see it. I want this twinkle in my eye, but it's just not there. And then when we meet someone, they will treat us, especially if they're not leaders and they follow our energy, they will treat us exactly how we show up. And it happens in the work world. It happens in our relationships, it happens in our friendships. And we'll have these days that are difficult to get through because we are already a little bit insecure about how we look when they look at us and they see exactly us and that's it. And so it's just, it's, I'm just so glad you brought that up because of all the things for another thing for your listeners to take away is think about your best friends or think about your relationship or your wife. When you see them, you don't look them up and down and be like, Oh, look at that hair. You know, and, unless someone comes out with a mullet, you know, and it's your kid. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I did some silly things when I was a baseball player and my mom had a good laugh at them, you know, but, or I liked wearing uh, wore all white shoes one time with a suit to a, to a conference just for fun. And <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at the same time, the way we show up and every time I show up at those conferences, sure. There'd be the first three seconds of a fun interaction I do. And I spend for everybody after that, I was just Jeremy. Mm-hmm. That was it. And that's so important. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we're, yeah, we, we are tough. We think that people see us differently, but they don't. You're right. That's such a valuable, uh, valuable lesson right there for us uh, to well, remember. Well, yeah, you were saying we see each other, we're our own worst enemies. And, and I was, I was sitting here thinking, and I was just like, no, we make people feel uncomfortable if we're uncomfortable. That doesn't mean we're our own enemy. We just, the way we show up, because we can be our own best friend too. We have those confident days or we have those confident moments, as I was saying before, at mm. or I don't know if I said this on this podcast, but you know, when you're talking to your friend at 3am and you know, you have that unconditional love because there's no way a person could judge you when they're that tired and everyone's just laughing and goofing around. You show up as the most authentic, fun, powerful version of yourself because there's just no filter. If there's a dog around, or uh, an animal of some sort, or a baby, you show up as the most authentic version of yourself ever, including little dad jokes, you know, the silliness in your voice, you'll sing, you'll make SpongeBob voices, you'll make faces <laughs> at someone. Yeah. Like, you're just happy. That's why a child is our greatest teacher, or our dogs are our greatest teachers, because they're the first thing in this world that unconditionally loves everybody. So nobody feels judged in the room, and everybody feels okay being exactly who they are. And the power shows up. A baby doesn't give a crap if you have wrinkles on your eyes because you haven't slept or the black aren't lines or if you haven't had a haircut in 14 months because of COVID. They don't care. And honestly, that's been my goal in my life is to not care at all. And I think one of the biggest things that I went through is as I stopped caring and I, I tried to remove those selfish and lustful ways, especially towards the opposite sex, especially towards the opposite sex. It, it, I stopped judging myself and I had one moment in particular. And if this girl listens to this podcast, she's going to be pretty happy about it. But I, it was about noon and I was in LA and I was going to go back to her house and stay there. And I knew that. And I, so I didn't get an Airbnb and I'd been training all morning. And then I was doing DoorDash at the time, which Forbes Riley, thank you for getting me off DoorDash and teaching me that I should also be a coach. But 
I'm laying there on the grass and I had been judging her a little bit. And uh, this is hard to admit. Um, physical fitness is super important to me. And I knew she was such an amazing person, but there was something about her health situation that I was like, I can't quite get a grasp on if she's not lazy when it comes to physical fitness, because I just only met her for a short time. And I was like, there's something, there's something I'm missing and I can't quite get a grasp on it. And I was really trying to remove that selfish and lustful part of me, like that last part of me that I didn't like. And so I'm laying there on, on the grass and I'm looking, I'm half homeless. You know, I couldn't take a shower after my workout and I was door dashing and I'm like, man, I'm not going to get a shower before I see her. And I'm going to show up and, you know, change clothes, but Lord knows how I'm going to smell. Mm. And she's going to be so excited to see me. And I had the most insane moment of appreciation for her, her spirit, her smile, and her non-judgment of me. And I think that was one of the biggest changes in my life. That big, like I, we have, I call them final bosses that we have when we're paying attention, which is why I said, you know, I, I come across as authentic because I just pay, the, I pay attention to my life and I pay attention to the people that God puts in my life because they're there for a reason. And so I'm just sitting there on that grass and I was like, oh my God, like, I don't, and at that moment, I didn't care. I didn't care what she looked like. I didn't care what she smelled like. I didn't care. I didn't care. I mean, she was beautiful, but I, in that moment, I truly, I was like, I don't care if she hasn't worked out in a year because of COVID. I don't care. And I got back to her house and she could feel the energy as I just walked in the room and I was so excited to see her. And, you know, I just wanted to tell her about my entire day. And I had so many aha moments with, you know, clubhouse and other things going on. And then I was like, I, I, I'm just talking. I had so many things. And she, I was like, okay, you go. And she was like, okay, well, I had this, this, and this. And she was fired up too. And she had some good things with her clients and and then I, and I just told her and I said, you know, I have a real appreciation for you. And I want to tell you why I said, I'm sitting half homeless, literally. And I had no home to go to that, in that afternoon. And I realized that you were going to be excited to see me no matter what. And I just wanted to say, I really appreciate you. And I'm so thankful that I met you. And she really, she really changed my life. And every, and everyone does, everyone does in a little bit of, in a little way. If you just pay attention to why they're there. And if you ask good questions of yourself when you're not standing next to them, and if you ask good questions of them and come from a place of joy, love, and curiosity. Thank you. That was another beautiful piece and it's part of the podcast. Thank you very much <laughs> for telling me to record this because that was absolutely beautiful, brother. That was absolutely beautiful. Oh, I, I really got, I got lucky. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you got your energy back. I'm starting to see your energy pouring into your soul right there. There's the, oh, yeah. even your face is, is, is bright and, and, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. The smile is on your face. Now you've got that energy back. I love it. I, so well, love it. I, I think it was when you, when you poured into me, um, you know, and when I trust, I trust certain people to pour into me and I really, truly open. This is something else your listeners can take away. I had a, I had a massage therapist that uh, was working on my body and I don't let hardly anyone work on my body as an athlete and I, especially with the injury that I was going through and I had asked her a question about 10 minutes in about the, the dad of her kid because I love talking to people and getting to know them and she stopped and she goes I'm going to take a second and I'm going to remove what I'm going to remove the thought that I just had and uh, I'm going to breathe and I'm going to smile and I'm going to continue because I don't want to put that energy into you. 
And I was like, oh my gosh. And I literally turned over and I made, I made sure to take a second. It's like, I really appreciate that. And I'm going to really open up all of my muscles and allow all the energy that's coming through your hands to come into my body. And that was the first day that I felt incredible from the injury. And so it's just like those moments where I don't believe in needing other people. I believe in really sourcing your love in yourself and sourcing your love in nature. And I go out, like I'll, I will go out tonight after I do two more podcasts, if I'm still kind of feeling iffy and I'll just go sit somewhere and I'm going to write the things that I'm grateful about in a place that I'm kind of fearful of. Cause when you take fear into gratitude, it's quite powerful. But so I believe in sourcing that love in yourself and sourcing that love in your past and finding the things you're grateful for. But when you do have someone that you know, you truly know has your best interest in mind, there comes a part where it's okay to just completely open and really listen. And like, it's almost like you feel their words coming through the phone and coming into your head and like your third eye and coming through your heart. And you just say, I receive all of this. And that's when I kind of got emotional. And I kind of was going to, I mean, if I really would have let myself, I probably would have cried when you told me that there are angels on this earth and uh, I just got emotional. And so that's, you know, I felt my cup immediately, like got a 75% and overflow and I got this vibe back and I was like, and that's why I was trying to hint at you. Like you might want to start recording. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. And, and you are one of those angels, my friend, you really are. And I'm so blessed to know you. I really am. And I'm pouring into you because you deserve it. And uh, thank you so much, man. I'm receiving all of it. You have no idea. Awesome. I cannot wait to be in a room with you again and, uh, and talk to you some more. One thing I do want to ask you before we do uh, close up, sure. how, how can people reach you if they want to be mentored by you or coached by you? How can people uh, reach you? So I'm different when it comes to this. I, I let you, I'm literally going to give my cell phone out and I just do. And so my number literally is 541-619-8326. And it is my actual phone number. And I remember my friends were just like, are you crazy? And I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't care because if someone actually needs help, like I want them to be able to get a hold of me and my DMs from Clubhouse, and this is a blessing, are flipping nuts. <laughs> I bet. And so I, <laughs> I, I miss some, I try to go back through, you know, I, I try to spread them out where it's like, okay, this person, you know, just want to say hi, you know, I'll kind of say hi back and kind of move it to the general. I go to my computer. The fact that I'm on Instagram on my computer just so I can type faster uh, just kind of blows my mind. So literally just text me, text me. And if you have like a nomination for someone who should be on, I call the relatable role model segment of the Jeremy Bright podcast. It used to be the always loading podcast. I actually just changed it because I stepped into my own brand um, a few episodes ago, which it's still the same podcast. Um, but yeah, if people have like a, a nomination for relatable role models, I accept those. I have a couple, I have one that's literally about to be on in the next five minutes and it's going to be amazing. His name is Darian and he is fantastic. So I'm really excited for that. And then I'm doing a, a podcast with my friend, Ryan Weimer, who you've met plenty of times who's in the group chat with us. And we have a podcast as well. So we're doing that later tonight. So it's going to be a great night. <laughs> it's going to be a busy night for you. Uh, my cup runneth over. It's easy. Yes, well, I, I'm glad that your cup is being filled right now because uh, it needs to be plenty full. And so thanks again for sharing that piece of information with us. And the joy that you bring to this podcast is, is inspiring. You have inspired us all. I love it. Thank you, brother. Thanks, brother. Thanks for listening. 
Tune in next week for another insightful episode. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave your comments. For more information, check out our website at www.inspireus.ca. Remember, it's not what happens to us that matters most. It's how we respond to what happens to us that does. Stay strong and resilient. 